0: To Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting
1: joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And each week on the show, no matter how many real housewives of Salt Lake City get arraigned for telemarketing fraud, we'll share, what? yeah we'll share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. It's something we like to call a tiny victory.
0: That's right. Thanks for joining us for the next 15 minutes or so. We invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about YouTube twin influencers and their fake bake robbery. And I'll stop worrying about
1: the coming price hike of
0: bathroom paper.
1: And I'll stop worrying about that very same thing. <laughs> And now let's get tiny. Yes, let's tiny it up. Coming up on the show, our very own Laura House has a house victory. What? Plus, we have a David and
0: Goliath student loan victory from Leah.
1: Housey, tell me about your house victory.
0: (laughs) Well, I finally earned my last name. It's been my last name my entire life, but I've never owned a house. Mm -hmm. And I have now owned one for a week. That's amazing. (laughs) That's.
1: I is' it's, that weird it
0: it even feels weird to say like it's for one, I feel weird because it's a terrible time for yes, so many people. Yes. and I feel this is a huge lucky thing I got to do, but it it also does have to do with this insane year we've had. like it's a, you know, big change.
1: this is like really an adulting moment for you, but <laughs> I, I don't think you should feel badly because you know, there's a lot of suffering doesn't mean we can't have moments of joy. And I mean, look, it's so crazy, right? You went down to Texas because your dad had died, you inherited the house, and then you're in a pandemic and it seemed like a good idea to stay. I mean, it's so crazy. It's also crazy. It's so crazy. I
0: never would have been in this position if if not for um, that pandemic thing. So the thing with the victory is victories, it's kind of a huge thing to buy a house, even though it's not going to be in the news. But mm-hmm. there's so many tiny little hills to climb mm. <laughs> as you yes. go along the way. Like it's so intimidating. It's intimidating on all levels, emotionally, financially. Legally and the jargon, intellectually, you know, the the real estate agent is like, oh, we're gonna look at these comps and maybe offer a lease back and do it. And I would just stop her constantly and go, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I've always <laughs> wondered if anyone in the history of the world has ever actually read through all of the escrow papers. When people hand you, it's like those any kind of contract. I always think they're just going to be pages in here that say things like. Are you still reading this? <laughs> Honestly, I get intimidated by people who deal in anything to do with finances or of like an area of expertise mm. that I feel I have no knowledge of. They, they, f- yeah, words and, Things that I also feel like I should know, like I'm embarrassed about talking with like a financial, there's a word, there's a phrase for it, financial literacy, right? Yes, exactly. I feel like I am a toddler. Yeah, and it's weird to be a middle-aged toddler. It really is. It's weird
0: to be like, hey, person (laughs) younger than me, I don't know what you're talking about and and should I like should, I've never bought a house before should I know this
1: stuff no it's I can never remember the difference like is gross before or after taxes and is net <laughs> it's so stupid you have to financially crawl
0: before you can financially walk <laughs> <laughs> But at one point, like after I made an offer on the house, where that's when it gets really, really real and contracts start coming into play. I had a weird feeling like similar to when you're in a haunted house. I was like, is my next step going to be the wrong <laughs> step? Because everyone I'm talking to, once you're on the contracts, it was like... Uh, They do this all day, every day. I'm the only one who does not understand what's happening. So part of even wanting the house was this pandemic kind of hit. Like once we were, we had to stay home. Mm. You kind of wanted a home. And like, I suddenly wanted land. Yeah, I I, (laughs) I get it. Very primally, like, like, I want to be a homesteader. And when I was in my dad's house that I inherited, really, which I always thought I would feel uncomfortable there, I was like, yard like it brings out this like cave y <laughs> kind yes. of like primal yard. yeah but yes yeah. it is it's so primal and I have fallen in love with really hard housework <laughs> I hooked up a washer and dryer there's a tiny victory <laughs>
1: Listen, it starts with that the next thing you know you're going to be digging up an I'm old septic tank. You know, you're going to be re-roofing <laughs> the house. But there there's something there's something really fun about the idea that we we live in these little specialized worlds. I mean, that is something that's very interesting about our modern time versus ancient times. In the ancient world, I mean, in the really ancient world, a human being had to have a variety of skills in order to mm-hmm. survive. We know this from anthropologists, right? That in order to survive, you had to have a certain ability to feed yourself, to survive the elements right. you had to, you know, work communally. That's when we started working communally. We started to thrive as a species. Now a person might do one thing. I write sentences for a living. I write television comedy, which is like, I painted a bed and I felt like I
0: deserved a medal. I was like, I changed the color of the bed. I painted it. Yay. Like, Because the stuff we do is so brain in a jar. Mm, It's so like words and letters and thoughts and concepts. But when you're like, oh, I put these shelves together, it really is
1: empowering. I think that's why people suddenly got, you know, obsessed with sourdough starter. (laughs) Just think about this very human thing. We must eat how do we get food? We go to the market. And suddenly, you know, when that seemed scarier and people were started baking bread, it was as though it was the first loaf of bread in the history of the world.
0: Right. This didn't come
1: in a plastic bag. Right. I, I've invented civilization.
0: Yeah, right. it really is. I, I will keep you posted on my, I feel like it's just going to be gobs and gobs of tiny victories as I, you know, buy rugs or put down carpet or whatever it is that I do it like Brian right now is fixing the dishwasher so we'll let you know which way that swings if the next call is to a plumber (laughs) we're gonna take a quick break so you can hear from another show on the network and when we come back we're gonna learn how Leah fought a loan company
1: hey Keith. hey Helen hey you've got another true false quiz for me yep Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had uh, Ophira Eisenberg plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Somers. Perfect score. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can go fact yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Woo-hoo. Tiny Victories is supported in part by Libby. Libby, L- Libby, Libby. We love Libby. Libby is a free reading app created by Overdrive, and it lets you borrow ebooks and audiobooks from your library on your phone, tablet, Kindle, computer. All you need is a valid library card. And if you don't even have a library card right now, you can read samples of any book you see. Just by the way, I just went on to get a look at Lee Stein's book, Self-Care. That's my next read. Mm. I got a sample on Libby. It works just like your physical library. You simply borrow available titles you want to read and they return themselves automatically after your loan expires. I mean, it may makes it so easy.
0: No, I did the same thing. Libby is like, it's like your best friend has every book and oh she's just goodness. like, like I heard of like, um, Melissa Broder's milk fed. Like I came across it in some mags. Like I just came across it and I was like, oh, I kind of want to check that out. And I looked at Libby. It was like, Libby was like, like, oh yeah, I've got it right here. Don't worry. Oh, do you want her a sample? Do you want, do you want the audio? What do you, what do you want for that? And I also, I recently went through key AC essay Layman's Heavy um, on the Audible version. Ugh, it's just, I love Libby so much. So all you have to do, download Libby in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and you start borrowing and sampling ebooks and audiobooks. You can do it today.
1: Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Annabelle Gurwitch.
0: And I'm Laura House. And now we have a David and Goliath story. But it's not really David and Goliath. It's Leah and the loan company.
1: Hello Tiny Victories, Uh, this is Leah calling from Portland. I had a recent tiny victory that feels like a big victory but is actually a tiny victory in that I've been fighting my student loan company over some calculations regarding how many official payments I have made since I graduated from school. Which matters in theory because of this loan forgiveness program that I'm a part of that, uh, probably is not going to exist by the time I actually qualify for it. But after maybe, oh, 50 hours on the phone with them over the last two years, they finally agreed to count it the way that I said is right. And so I was right and they were wrong and they put it in writing and that's my victory. All right. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God.
0: 50 hours. Yes. Oh, my God. 50. Uh, each uh, moment. Just, t- each moment, Leah did not hang up a tiny victory. Each two uh,
1: years. Uh, but the, two th- this is amazing. I, I, it's just getting in writing that you're right. and that a huge. And an organization is wrong. There's something that is so satisfying about A tiny victory. Again, no one's going to take a front page news story out. Well, I would if I could, but uh, about this little victory of Leah's. But that's the thing is like when one person triumphs over like an institution, a financial institution, it's you just feel so good. And to have something in writing, I mean, wow, that's amazing. I completely agree. It's such a great tiny victory because it's. Those things are made for this to
0: not happen. They are they are made like layer and layer and layer, which is why it took 50 hours and two years. They are made for like, no one's going to notice this little thing and no one's going to know. It's like how mm-hmm. there's companies now that will argue your medical bills down because it's all just made yes, for people yes, to go, I don't yes. know. I don't want to mess with it. I'll just pay it. It's easier to pay it. So Leah, I salute
1: you. Well, you get worn down. Yeah, I do too. It just reminds me, I actually have a situation like that with a medical bill. And I think I'm going to take some inspiration from Leah and say, you know what? I could I could yes. do it. I could spend some time to do it. So thanks, Leah, for your tiny victory and for doing what a tiny victory does when you share it, which is inspire others. It does. I totally me. agree. That's it for this week's show. Thank you, Leah, for that call.
0: Yeah. And thank you for everyone who calls in. We love this community of tiny victors <laughs> that is forming. I love to hear your tiny victories. <laughs> it. And it's just, it really does. It inspires and it, it helps us all pat ourselves on the back for these tiny victories. So please keep them coming. You can call the tiny victory hotline at 323-285-1675.
1: You can also record your tiny victory on the voice memo app of your choice and email us the audio. Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfund.org. And won't you help us get the word out about the show? Please tell your friends, family, or anyone you meet, including uh, creditors <laughs> that you're on the phone with. Uh, if you think they need a little bit of goodness in their lives, I'm sure tell they do. that. (laughs) Another way you can
0: help is by leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and writing a review like Amy in NYC did. They wrote, the podcast concept is brilliant, just the right length and tone, and has now become my tiny victory. That is to say, a reason for getting up each day in these very challenging times. Thank you, ladies. As I often say to my pals, based on a line from Lucille Ball, keep jiggling, Peggy. We'll definitely spread the word with thanks from Amy in suburban New York City. Love that.
1: I love a Lucille Ball reference, too. Of course. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our handle is at GetTinyPod on both Insta and Twitter. You can follow us individually on Twitter. You can follow me at LAGurwich. And my handle is at I'm Laura House. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music.
0: Our producer is Laura Swisher.
1: We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you get all your tiny victories in writing. (laughs) This is a production of Maximum Fun.
0: MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.